We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend, my pal from St. Agnes in Rockville Center, Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you doing tonight? Doing fine, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good. We've got something a little different this time. We want to reflect on the Stations of the Cross, the Catholic devotion that commemorates Jesus's last day on earth as a man, his passion and death. And as everyone knows, there are 14 stations which focus on specific events of his last day, starting with his condemnation. And they're most often used as a mini pilgrimage, right, as individuals or groups move from station to station and meditate prayerfully on each event and then move on to the next station. They're commonly found in churches as a series of 14 small icons or images on the wall. They can also appear in church yards or along pathways. They're most commonly prayed during Lent on Wednesdays and Fridays, and especially on Good Friday, the day of the year upon which these events actually occurred. And we walk along the Via Dolorosa, the sorrowful way, to align ourselves with Mary and to align ourselves with the suffering Christ. So why do we do it now or at any time if it's not Lent? Well, Sister Faustina Kowalska, the Divine Mercy Nun, says that Jesus always asked her to focus on my passion. And when she finally asked why, he said, when you focus on my passion, you will know what true love is. So with that as a long introduction, let's remember that as we do this, we do it to draw closer to understanding his love for us and our love for him. So on this podcast, we'd like to focus on, on the first seven. And Frank, then why don't you start us off with the first station, Jesus is condemned by Pilate. Yeah, when you think about it, the judge of the world who will come to judge all of us standing before an earthly judge, dishonored and defenseless. Now, Pilate's not utterly evil, and he knows that Jesus is innocent, and he looks for a way to free him, but his heart's divided. In the end, he lets his own self-interest prevail over what's right. The quiet voice of conscience is drowned out by the cries of the mob. Right. Evil draws its power from indecision and concern for what other people think. He could have made a moral decision, but his weakness drove him to make a political decision, satisfying the crowd first. And I think we have to ask ourselves as we meditate upon this uh, first um, station, do we defend our faith and beliefs or are we like Pilate? Yeah, I, I think it reminds us that we can be more faithful to everything that Jesus taught us and not be afraid to be criticized or rejected for following him. Okay, the second station, Jesus carries his cross. Yeah, Jesus accepts the cross knowing full well where it's going to take him, and it won't be easy. He takes up the cross for our sins. Jesus takes the burden of our sins by himself. How many times in our lives do we try to avoid these crosses? We try to get others to carry them, instead not wanting to take responsibility for our actions. You know, we whine and complain and become upset when certain things happen to us as if we don't deserve it, right? Think of the saintly single mother who takes up the responsibility of an uh, irresponsible father and raises the children by herself. Parents who carry the cross of incorrigible and disrespectful children. 
we must carry the cross that Jesus sends it. And St. Teresa said, you know, it's easier to carry it than to drag it. Yeah. And we have to notice the burdens that people all around us are carrying and try to feel their needs with a sense of compassion and be ready to try to help them. Yeah, that's so true. The third station, Jesus falls for the first time. Well, it's a lot easier to fall than to get up. Think about Jesus, who estimated was estimated to weigh between 140 and 50 pounds, carrying a cross that was estimated to be 165 to 200 pounds with the beam attached, according to a French scientist and doctor. Crazy. Stroud of Turin also bears this out because there was a large bruise on his shoulder consistent with the carrying of a heavy object. We shouldn't feel bad, therefore, when we fall. We all fall daily. Right. It makes us humble. And that's what we have confession for. We must never forget we're totally dependent upon God. And when we stop praying to him, we become a little bit more worldly and a little bit more worldly. And in the end, we block God's grace from working in ourselves. Well, amen. And as we pray for that grace, we ask God to help us each time we fall so that we can rise to a new life of service to others. Free yes. from selfishness. Okay, the fourth station, Jesus meets his mother. Yeah, the pain they, they both must have felt, both emotionally and physically, must have been unimaginable. Let us pray for all mothers who see their children suffer in pain and sickness. Let's offer this station up for all mothers who've lost children either before or after birth. And lastly, let us offer this station for couples who are trying to have children but can't. Mary was seeing what she had the burden of contemplating her whole life since she heard Simeon's prophecy 33 years ago that a sword would pierce her heart. Yeah, and when we you know, think of them encountering each other in this moment of tremendous sorrow, right. we may find ourselves saying, prayerfully, Mary, I'm so sorry you had to go through all this, and look at Jesus and say, Lord, I'm so sorry you had to endure all this. No, you're right. And think about how much, how different a mother's love is, how much deeper it is, right? Right. All right, the fifth station, Simon of Cyrene helps to carry the cross. Yeah, here's Simon, probably on his way to the Passover, and the next thing he knows, he's being pressed into carrying the cross of a stranger. You know, and it was Jewish law, that Simon would not be able to celebrate the Passover because he was covered in another man's blood and we and would be considered to be unclean. When we encounter Jesus so many times, it's unplanned. And so many times we see things happen that we think are bad and turn out to be the best thing that ever happened to us. You know, Simon didn't realize he was encountering the God of the universe. Sometimes we're pressed into helping Jesus. Uh, carry the cross for him. Don't fight it accept that it could be a life-changing event for you. And this is what I said at the beginning, that our sufferings are a sharing in the suffering of Jesus. He carries that cross for us, and so we endure our cross for him. Yes. Okay, the sixth station, Veronica wipes the face of Jesus. Yeah, Veronica followed her heart, not her head. Her compassion overwhelmed what should have been fear. I mean, she's interfering with the with these vicious Roman executioners, right? And the, and the apostles all fled from Christ, but Veronica ran towards him. It's very telling 
how much love is counted for. You know, when you think about Simon, he had a much tougher job. But Veronica became the saint, not Simon, because the love she showed. She believed to be, she is also uh, actually believed to be the woman who touched the cloak of Jesus to stop her bleeding. Also, this is where the devotion of the holy face came from. Uh, yeah, and when we receive love and understanding and consolation from one another in our own faith communities, when someone steps forward to help us, it's a small sign of that divine consolation that we constantly receive from God. All right, the seventh station, Jesus falls a second time. Yeah, Jesus falls for the second time at the gate of triumph where he entered Jerusalem a week before triumphantly. Now he falls at this gate. When we fall for the first time, it's easier to overcome. But when we fall for the second time, it's sometimes hard to forgive ourselves. Here is where we must rely on God's mercy. We must pray to Jesus to use the effective means of grace to help us never to fall again. Never hold back your problems from God. You must run to him always and never give up. Yeah, and when we think we're trying and that we fall again, it reminds us that in our weakness, we are made strong. It's his strength that we must rely on in order to be able to say, I can do all things through Christ. So that's the first seven stations. Let me ask you something, Frank. Do you find it valuable to do it with other people, or do you prefer to do the stations alone? How do you think about that? Well, I like to do the stations on my own because it's easier uh, on a different schedule that I can stop into church, say, on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon when the church is generally quiet. So I like to use, you know, there there is a formula or a prayer for the stations, but then there's also what we've done here. And I think, um, you know, I, sometimes I do it both ways. Sometimes I just think about the thoughts that we talked about today. And other times I'll use the more formal uh, prayer of the stations. And as you know, the stations are one of the great devotions in the church, yeah. um, you know, next to Eucharist, adoration and the rosary. I mean, it's a very, very powerful because like you said in the beginning, Faustina spoke about this. Because it's just, it's it's all about Christ's passion and his love, the love that he displayed for us in every single station. Amen. So that's it for the first seven stations. And we'll do the 8 through 14 in the next one. And folks, don't forget to like us and follow us. Send us an email, anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, take care. I'll see you next time, okay? God bless. Thanks, Deacon. <laughs>